You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hello, listeners. Karen here. And after a bit of a good job brain hiatus, uh, we're trying to get back on our uh, recording track. Thank you, listeners, for being so patient. And uh, I've mentioned online before I was going through some tough uh, personal uh, kerfuffle, but day to day, it's uh, getting better. And of course, much thanks to my co-hosts, Colin, Dana, and Chris, for the friendship and support and sometimes physical labor they provided during uh, my, my hard times. And thanks to you guys, listeners, all of your warm messages and just uh, ridiculously unending and loving support. And I was like crying like a deranged cat reading all of your messages and tweets and emails. I'm beyond touched. And so this episode you're about to uh, listen to uh, was recorded a few weeks ago, and it's with all four of us, and it's an all-quiz, so enjoy, and happy to be back. Hello, brilliant and brainy, breathing bros. And brontosauruses, welcome to Good Job Brain, your <laughs> weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. This is episode 190, and of course, I'm your humble host, Karen, and we are your cacophony of quiz-crunching cookie cohort co-hosts. I'm Colin. I'm Dana. And I'm Chris. I'm I'm the bro, I think. I guess I'm the brontosaurus. Maybe. And I have a uh, just a quick, bizarre headline here. Nice. Um, have you guys heard of the Airlander? 10. The no. Airlander 10. Airlander 10. No. Airlander uh, is a part plane and part airship. And recently it broke the record oh. because because now it is the longest, oh. 50 feet longer than the biggest passenger jets. Huh. So okay. it's super long. But it's also half airship and half airplane. Okay. So Me- meaning meaning what? It's like an airplane because like I'm imagining a blimp with wings. Yeah. I'm imagining like pretty much chocobo stables. Pre- what are we talking about? Pretty here? much. So so you you're sitting inside the balloon versus below the balloon. Okay. Um, but oh. anyways, hmm. today they're scheduled for the maiden flight for the Airlander Ten. People are very excited, but uh, it actually just got uh, five hours ago. It got postponed at the last minute due to safety. <laughs> So we don't we don't necessarily know why, and and this is a um, and this is a big deal because um, the Airlander Ten it, it can stay airborne for around five days. Okay, yeah. So sure. I mean, it's great for surveillance, uh, for like delivering right. stuff, super villains, super villain yeah. layers, um, vacations. <laughs> but why I want to share this story is because though the technical name is Airlander Ten, people have been calling it the Flying Butt. <laughs> Because oh. it looks like it a looks giant like a flying what? butt. Yeah. It, <laughs> well, yeah, a plane kind of crossed with an air. It's like a balloon kind of in the middle. Of the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just imagining like a fat-bodied jet. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like no, a sausage with wings. Apparently looks like a butt. And, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness Oh, gracious. it's like a peach with wings. Get 
out. It, it looks, looks like, like long though. It looks oh. like sure. Okay, it looks from yeah. the angle. Yeah, it head is, on. It is a. It looks like a Goodyear blimp with a butt crack. <laughs> See, to me, it looks like a hot dog bun. Uh, oh yeah, know, yeah. It depends on the angle. Hot dog it depends on the bun. angle. Yeah. yeah, it's just yeah. it's a gift from all of the angles. That's, actually, yeah. it's really uh, beautiful. So uh, it's like it I would just, be funny yeah. to describe it to somebody. It's like it looks like a hot dog in a bun. And a it looks like a wings. So we could say it is natiform, right? It is completely natiform, and in some other forms too. Uh, so, shaped. Uh, the, um, the American English speakers are calling it the flying butt, <laughs> and uh, the Commonwealth UK uh, friends are calling it the flying bum. <laughs> so, look that up, you guys. It's a, it's a cool piece of uh, flying technology. Aeronautic nice. history. Yeah. Being made. Uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> if they can get it uh, safely flown. Yeah. So, also big news uh, the Good Job Brain book is coming out. It is actually, I think it's finished. Printing. I think it's out of the printers now. And you can head on over to Amazon.com and search uh, for the book, Good Job Brain, the book. And uh, there's an extensive uh, look inside feature where you can preview actually a lot of pages of the book and, and check it out. All right, without further ado, let's jump into our first general trivia segment, Pop Quiz Hotshot. Here, I'm going to pick a random card, a Trivial Pursuit card. Here it is. And you guys have your barnyard buzzers. Here we go, Blue Wedge, for people and places. What was the most populous state in the U.S. for the last time in 1800? Oh. Chris. New York. Incorrect. <gasps> Colin. Virginia. Correct. Mm, wow. Makes sense. Okay, sure. Yep. 1800. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. Um, that area. Oh, yeah, 1800. Yeah. That's, yeah. It probably lost yeah. it to New York. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Time. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, Pink Wedge for Arts and Entertainment. What comic twosome split in 1956, oh. 10 years after teaming up in Atlantic City? What? what? Okay. Oh. Oh. Uh, no, uh, is that uh, Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis? Yes. Oh, I'm oh. really. I'm thinking like Batman and Robin. I, that was my first <laughs> thing. It was like, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, did they oh, break up? Comic to some. Oh. Yeah, I definitely yeah. had to recalibrate. Yeah. Yellow wedge for history. What country did the U.S. invade in 1989 in what George Will dubbed an act of hemispheric hygiene? Whoa. Wow, Colin, you are uh, house. Is that uh, Panama? Yes. Okay. Uh, to, uh, to oust Manuel Noriega. That was when they played that music, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for so the, the torture music? When they blasted. Yeah. When they blasted oh, you're right, like, right. Loud pop music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Brown Wedge for Science and Nature. What organ was operated on in the first microsurgical procedure in 1921? What organ was operated in the first microsurgical procedure? 1921. 1921. Dana. The heart? No. Mm, uh, 1921. Oh. So it's, I mean, it's, it's one it's of the main ones. Uh, I'm just trying to think, like, what would be available in 1921? Is it the eye? No. Uh, Chris. The skin. <laughs> uh, I, what's oh. that? Technically, yes. Okay. But, oh, really? Wait. It is the ear. It's not uh, an organ. The ear's not an organ. Hey, man, that's ear? what the card says. Is it an organ? Is the ear an organ? The inside of the ear? I don't think. Okay. Is the ear an organ? I, I'm gonna, is is your, the is eyeball your, an organ? I'm getting on. Is your nose an Wikipedia. organ? 
Now I'm now I'm now I'm doubting myself. Your tongue is an organ. No. Your tongue's not an organ. Wait. I know I don't tongue know what organ, organ means. Not every, not every part of your body can <laughs> no, be an organ. No, no, okay, like it's a yeah. musical instrument, right? <laughs> Hold on. We gotta get to, Chris, is, Chris is looking this up here. We gotta okay. get to the bottom of this. Hey, Cortana, is the ear an organ? <laughs> what is an organ? I get, no, because it says like the cochlea is the hearing organ. Okay, so maybe oh, it's okay. like we're thinking internal organs, right? Yeah. Like heart, liver, spleen, you know, well, skin lung. Is organ. Yeah, I'm okay. Getting, I guess you're I right. Know. I don't know. I'm getting the Okay. All right. All right. So oh. we we will we will uh, resolved. The yeah. ear is an organ. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Okay. Okay. Resol- mark mark as resolved. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh green wedge for s- sports and leisure. What boxing weight class is limited to 190 pounds? Gosh darn it. We always get these questions in public trivia. Mm. 190 pounds? Yeah. Featherweight. Incorrect. Oh. oh. Is it middleweight? Incorrect. Mm. Colin. Heavyweight? Incorrect. <laughs> Heavyweight's not 190. Yeah, I don't know. Bantamweight. <laughs> Incorrect. No, that's Light like, featherweight. <laughs> what is it? What is it? Flyweight. Just... I'm just gonna name all the ones we we uh, said bantam heavy bantam, fly heavy, middle, light middle light middle um, uh, light middleweight jeez um, I thought for sure regular. yeah fair to middling jackal, fair jackal, to middling jackal, weight jackal. if it's not bantam <laughs> or flyweight yeah, yeah. oh, I don't know those are little though um, is this women yeah, or men you're right they're like this is for kids no <laughs> it <laughs> is cruiser weight Get what. <laughs> Get out of here, Trivial Pursuit Cruiser card. Cruiser weight. Wow. I don't wow. think that was in my punch bowl. No. Bruiser weight. Yeah. Ooh. Cruiser, bruiser. Cruiser. Cruiser weight. Okay. Cruiser. All right. Well. That's a good trivia question. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This, this card is a lot of, a lot of what? It's like an ear is an organ? Yeah. What's cruiser weight? What's going on? <laughs> they found yeah. all the holes. This last <laughs> question is in German. I don't know. Okay. Uh, last Wedge, orange wedge for wild card. What vice president once told an audience, I love California. I grew up in Phoenix. <laughs> Wait, who is this? Uh, okay, uh, well, a presidential? Well, I mean, it sounds like Joe Biden. So let's try what vice president. Oh, oh, oh. Dan Quayle? Correct. Got, got yeah. it. Got yeah, it. you're right. Got it. Right, of course. Potato. Hit nice. all the potatoes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he didn't know what state he grew up in? Maybe he I mean, meant it's, it's West-ish. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, trying to be as charitable as I can. They're kind of neighbors. <laughs> sure. Unless there's a Phoenix in California. There might what be. called California yeah. Southwest, though. <laughs> depends on where you are. Yeah, it depends on where I you guess. are, though. If you're on the border. In the Southwest yeah. part oh, well, of California. Well, well, uh, southeast part of California. Good job, yeah. brains. Uh, good good job. job, brains. Sure, sure. <laughs> sure. All <laughs> right. Well, you guys, this week... We're episode 190. Wow. Wow. Oh On the road to 200. <gasps> the road to 200. Come on, boys. Pack up your covered wagons. <laughs> For nine more episodes, we, we got to do this. We got to do this now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time. Wow. Well, it's hard to believe. And so since today is episode 190, uh, listeners know that every fifth episode – uh, we don't have a topic. And so we each prepared our own puzzles and quizzes to stump each other and stump you guys, listeners. And, uh, so today is our all quiz bonanza number 38. Oh my goodness. All right. All quiz bonanza. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right. 
I have a quiz for you guys called We're Number Two. Yay. Okay. We're number two. We're, We're number two. two. <laughs> this will be a uh, write-in quiz oh, just because okay. I think it'll be more fun for me. So sure. get your uh, writing implements ready and your pad of paper. Uh, so the theme of this quiz is I- I'm going to talk about uh, a lot of things where the number one – or the record might be pretty well known, and this quiz is going to see is, uh, can you guys guess or intuit or maybe you know who's number two? So, for instance, for example, okay. you know, I think you guys, if I said, you know, what's the tallest mountain in the world? You guys probably all are well aware it's Mount Everest. But okay. if I said, okay, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Sure. But I said, what's 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 the second highest uh, peak uh, in the world? You know, is this an example? It's a little trickier. This is an example. The answer is the answer is uh, K two. K two. Right. So that's that's an example of the kind of questions we'll be looking at here. I think a lot of these you guys will know. Some of them you can reason out. Mm. Some of them you'll have to make educated guesses. And some of them some of them you'll have to just make wild guesses. I will tell you what is number one in the given category. And you have to tell me what is number two. Oh, you're not gonna tell us the category. I will tell you both. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were just gonna say the name. Let's get started. Let's get started. I I think this will all be stalling for time because I'm putting this down my hand. This will all be Immediately clear. All right. Well, we'll stick with the Olympics. Uh, so since since the beginning of the modern Olympics, uh, since they restarted the Olympics, let's say, in 1896, okay. the United States of America has won the most medals, most medals overall, and most in any given category as okay. well. Uh, 2,693 wow. as of today, and that number is, of course, changing by the day. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this includes both the Summer and the Winter Olympics. So I want you guys to tell me what country is number two on the all-time Olympics medal count chart. Karen, I can tell, has a question. She's got her, I have a question face on. Okay. Yes. Does USSR count as the same country as Russia? No. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. What country is number two behind the U.S. on the all-time Olympic Games medal count? Man. All right. Answers up, everyone. Dana says Russia. Chris says China. Karen says France. None of you got it. Well, yeah. Can we do but, it in the second guess? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Karen is geographically. Yeah, can we do? Well, I was going to put Germany, and then I was like, ah, but then there was the split. Dana is Canada. Dana is the closest. It is. Uh, it is. Uh, it is. In fact, the former Soviet Union. I w- I was yeah. like, they haven't been Russia for that long. It's been yeah, Russia, but gotcha. I, but I yeah. chickened out. Yeah, uh, they, it's, it is uh, with uh, 1,200 medals total overall. The former Soviet Union, uh, and then third is Great Britain. Um, oh, okay. yeah. what a tiny. Yeah, place yeah. popping out medals. Yeah, Russia is r- current modern Russia is number ten on the list. So they're mm. they're always pretty strong, but they have a ways to go to kind of work their way back up the list. You added up all the countries that had been part of the USSR. Oh yeah, with Russia. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next question. According to Box Office Mojo, okay. the world's highest grossing animated film of all time is Frozen. Disney's Frozen. Okay. It's made a lot of money. No surprise. Can you guys tell me what animated movie sits at number two? And I'll give you guys a hint. Yeah. All right. It was released in the last five years. 
The number two top-grossing worldwide animated movie, including traditional computer. Okay. All right. Answers up. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, sorry. 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 Really fast. Oh, sorry. Sorry. It was released in the last five years. W- released within the last five years. Right. Mm. And it said just any animated picture. Um, uh, well, Don't think? mean to rush you there, Chris. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was pretty fast. Karen, oh. Karen and Dana committed pretty early there. Mm-hmm. I have two guesses, but I'll, I wrote down one. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Karen says Shrek the Third. Chris says Toy Story 3. Dana also says Toy Story 3. Toy Story 3 was until very recently, was until last year the number two, but a movie uh-huh. from 2015 called Minions. Oh, oh really? Really? Actually passed oh, Toy Story I'm 3. Wow. I could not believe wow. it either. Yep, Minions has has a higher worldwide gross uh, than Toy Story 3. Not by yeah, much, I, mean, I should I, yeah. say. People wow. love Minions. People yeah. love the Minions. Wow. And you know what? If you think about globally, it's like, man, you, you, don't, you don't really need language to understand the Minions. That's true. Yeah. Next question. Moving right <laughs> along. In our solar system, Jupiter is the largest planet uh, by a good bit. It, it's it's Jupiter's pretty big. What is the second largest planet in our oh, solar system? Shoot, I was just looking at a picture. Well, you should uh, be a pretty easy one then here. No, no, that's the that's, <laughs> that's the sad that's part. The, the... <laughs> that I didn't retain it. It was a cool picture too. It is fun to see them all kind of lined up with each it's other. Like Earth is tiny. Yeah, it's not Earth. I'll give you a hint. It is not Earth. Um. <laughs> Zero points on the board. Zero points yeah. on the board. Still, hey, but you know what? Still anyone's still game. Anybody's game can really All right, play. answers up. Karen says Saturn. Chris says Neptune. Dana says Saturn, which is, in fact, the correct answer. So point to Karen and Dana. Yes. I thought that was a trick Saturn. question. No, no yeah, tricks. I, I was going to put it down. Because I remember uh, they both had rings. I was like, oh, the big ones all have right, rings. Right, right. Yeah, that's oh. even without the rings, just to be clear. Even oh. even without its rings, which are uh, considered separate from the planet proper, Saturn is the second largest planet. Just came from the punch bowl. Right, yep. And then, <laughs> like, then uh, uh, closely behind, uh, sorry, close together at three and four are Uranus and Neptune. They're pretty close in size. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Earth. I like how you purposely said Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> you purposely said Uranus. <laughs> London, England. Yes. You may have heard of it. It is the largest city in the EU by population. Oh. A little over eight and a half million. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what city is second largest in the EU? By population. By population. By population. What? This is a major, major well-known city. In the EU. Second, I'm not trying to trick you guys on any of these. Just, just to be clear, I'm not trying to trick okay. you guys. Okay. Okay. All right. It's just how well can you reason? All right. Answers up. Uh, Chris says Paris. Dana says Paris. Karen says Paris. No, it is actually Berlin. Berlin? Oh, oh Karen. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like for a lot of these, it's going to be like, oh, that was my other chance. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Berlin with a, a little bit over three million people, second largest. So a bit of a drop off from London. Yeah. In tennis, we got a sports question, but I, you guys can handle this. I'm sure you guys can handle this. Mm, okay. In tennis, uh, Australia's Margaret Court holds the record for most Grand Slam women's tournament singles titles. She won 25 of them. Uh, there are two women 
tied for number two on this list. Okay. They each have 22 Grand Slam finals. For one point each possible, you write down two names here, you can make up some ground in a hurry. Mm. Tell me these two women, number two on the list of most Grand Slam women's tournament singles titles. They're very famous women. Right. I'll even give you guys a hint. I'll even give you guys a hint. One is retired and one is still active. Okay, that's okay. what I got. Okay, all right. Oh, glad that helped. Chris crossed his answers off. A good hint should uh, you know point you in the right direction. That's right. That's right. All right. These um, are these are famous tennis women. All right. Second only to I just wrote down first Margaret things. Court. All right. Answers up. Dana says Serena. Serena Williams, yeah. yes. Uh, Serena and w. Steffi, Steffi G, Steffi Graf, yes. Uh, Karen says Venus, uh, assuming Venus Williams, and Martina, assuming you mean Martina Navratilova. Uh, and Chris has put Serena Williams and Martina oh, Navratilova. You're like the hybrid. Yes, with a couple extra Vs in there. Yeah, Chris is the hybrid. <laughs> I don't know. I just, you know, I didn't want to put too few Vs. So I, just, I went overboard. <laughs> uh, two points to Dana. Oh, yeah. Steffi Graf. Serena Williams, uh, still active, still kicking butt. I mm-hmm. I am reasonably confident that Serena is going to catch and probably pass Margaret Court in her yeah. in her career. Uh, Steffi Graf retired, of course, also a fantastic, fantastic, great player. So two points to Dana there. One point to Chris. <laughs> you know, we'll see. We'll see here. All right. It's still we, we got a ways to go. We got a ways to go. Okay. And the last. What if the person wins is the second place? That's. Oh, oh I should have announced that. Go, we're, we're going for second place. Yeah, that's we're going good. For second place. That's right. All right. <laughs> According to Pizza Today. <laughs> is this is for Karen. I do some serious research, you guys. All right. According to Pizza Today. As of this past year, the largest pizza chain in the United States is Pizza Hut. Okay. Mm-hmm. With uh, more than $13 billion mm-hmm. in sales. What Ooh, pizza great. chain is number two? Number two as in? Sales. Total sales. Oh, total in the sales. US. So not number of store franchises. Yeah, sorry. Yes, to be clear. Not number of franchises. And it's restaurants and not pizza manufacturers or anything like that. Uh, right. From their, from their pizza. Right. Yeah. It's not like, you know, Heavy Industry and Pizza Incorporated or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Or, yes. Okay. From, from like their. Or from their. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. Pizza. Pizza chain. Mm-hmm. Right behind Pizza Hut. And Pizza Hut's been number one for a while. Mm. Oh. What pizza chain? Number two. I think my answer is wrong, but I'm going to say it because I feel clever. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Answer's up. I'm not trying to trick you guys. All right. Answer's up. Uh, Dana says a Sparrow. Ooh. Okay. They could say this is a lot of pizza in Times Square. Uh, Karen says Papa. And every airport. Yeah. And every airport. Karen says Papa John's. And Chris, uh, not thinking I'm trying to trick him, says Domino's, perhaps. It is Domino's. Yes. Dominoes. Dominoes, yeah. I'm overthinking all of these. I'm not yeah. trying to yeah. trick you guys. Right, I'm not trying. Right, and right. to be fair, Karen, so uh, mm-hmm. Papa John's was number three uh, yeah. for the last couple years, although this past year, Little Caesars yeah. passed oh. Papa John's for number wow. three on the list. Yeah. Cool. Moving up the Little ranking. Caesars' logo is, uh, we're number three, but our pizza tastes like number two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, damn. Oh. <laughs> well, I just thought it was Papa John's because they had a, a spike in increased revenue with all the new places popping up in Colorado. Uh, right. And other states. Uh, yes. That are special <laughs> like Colorado. Moving right along. The world's tallest building. 
is the Burj Khalifa in Dubai in the United Arab Emirates. What international city, global city, is home is home to the world's second tallest building? Uh, this I see. I hate the tallest building questions because like. There's, it's like, oh, do you count the antenna? There's like a uh, freestanding. There, there's all these like classifications. They all kind of try yeah, what and. What did you major in again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they fudge a little bit with the height. Yes, depending on whether you count the freestanding spires, and the antennas. But the 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 outright order of the buildings is uh, relatively non-controversial. Okay. All right. All right. Ready? And I'll tell you what. Why don't you guys write down uh, a city and a country? And in case you get the city wrong but the country right, I'll give you half a point, just in case it comes into play. Well, now I don't feel like I uh... – <laughs> Wait, Burj Khalifa is where? Burj Khalifa is in Dubai in the UAE. Oh. Second tallest building. It is not in the UAE. I'm not, I'm not trying to trick you guys. Okay. You ready? <laughs> Answers. Uh, Karen, oh, the architecture God. major, really stress oh. in here. Uh, I'm going to cross this one up. Okay. Okay. Uh, Karen uh, scratched out Taipei, Taiwan, uh, which was not correct. I'll give you Yay! that. Yes. Uh, that was, in fact, at one point it was the it tallest was, building, yeah. Taipei 101. Uh, and you wrote Abu Dhabi. Chris hmm. wrote Tokyo. And Dana wrote Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Uh, the second tallest building is actually in Shanghai. In Shanghai, China. It is the Shanghai Tower. The Burj Khalifa is 2,700 feet tall. Tall. That's crazy tall. Yeah. How much mi- taller? Half a mile. How much uh, taller? The Shanghai Tower is uh, just a little bit over tw- uh, two thousand feet. Okay. So it's it's okay. a good bit. It's a good bit second. Yeah. All right. Still a tight game. The spread yeah, is we're... the spread is only one to three points. This is a low point <laughs> game. You know, I have to say, I wasn't sure this one was going to go, but all right, I liked it. It's competitive. All right. Last question. Then we'll go into a bonus. So I'll keep it uh, close for everybody. Last question. Another sports question. But I know you guys know this because we've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. The New York Yankees. Baseballs. Baseballs, New York Yankees. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying the sport. Hold the record uh, for most World Series championships. They have won 27. Okay. 27 of them entering this season. Tell me, what team is number two? We did talk about we this. I'm about the this. one. Who... This one comes up in trivia yes. for us. It's, it's almost impossible for them to catch up. It would take them a long time. A long time to catch up. I'll, it would take them a long time. It would take them uh, 16 years, in fact, of winning wow. <laughs> straight. Straight World Series. Can yes. Be done. I'll even yeah. give you, yeah. So with 11 World Series championships, mm-hmm. what team is sitting at number two? <laughs> Just channel the force, Dana. It's I, it's maybe stuck to the bottom of the punch bowl under the ladle. It might be like hiding. It might be like melted to the oh, ceiling. <laughs> okay. Answers. Answers up. Answers up. Uh, Chris says the uh, San Francisco Giants. Dana says the Chicago White Sox. Karen says Chicago. The second city. Uh, 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 you know what? Oh, oh, I have to write team? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, either oh. one. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you the blanket answer. It is, in fact, the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, that's oh, wow. yes. That's I, knew, like, that's what, I had a C I in mind. I had a picture. I had a C in mind. Yeah. And I just went directly to I Chicago. 
they're the I was like, Cubs, I can kind right? of imagine the line drawing of the oh, icon. Chicago, yes, yeah. has two. There's Chicago Cubs and the Chicago White I Sox. It, yes. See, oh, <laughs> I thought it was red, but I was like, it's not the red. Sox, I, I love that it? so many yeah. of these are like the oh my second choice. It makes so much sense yeah. for a weird number two quiz. All right, all right. So because I like to keep things fun and close, I will have one bonus question here all for right. you guys worth two points. Mm. So theoretically, if Chris gets this point, Karen wins. All right, for for two for two possible points. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, the, you guys are all Harry Potter fans, so I chose a oh sweet chose a Harry Potter related question as oh, a possible tiebreaker. But the, we'll make this the bonus. All right, for okay. two points. So, all right, uh, with with over one hundred million copies sold, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone is the top selling book in the Harry Potter series. Okay. Not surprising. It's the first one. It is the highest selling by a good site, by by almost 40 million Ooh. copies-ish. All right. Okay. Which, for two points, tell me, which sequel in the Harry Potter series <laughs> is actually the second best selling? And I'll give you a hint. Mm-hmm. It may not be the one you think it is. So I will I will need the full novel name for this, but I know you guys all know that, whatever your answer is. Yes. Oh, man. For two points and possibly the game. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. okay, answer's up. All right. Uh, Dana says Goblet of Fire, That's number scary. four. Karen says Half-Blood Prince, which is uh, number six. six. Chris says Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, number six. Karen and Chris are correct. It is, in fact, number six, the penultimate Harry Potter novel. (laughs) Second place. (laughs) Tied with Karen for second place. I did it on purpose in order to win. Game theory. (laughs) Okay. Well played. Well played. My my initial guess was, was Goblet of Fire because I remember that was like, Mania. That's when I came on board was Goblet yep. of Fire. Yeah, yep. and a big plot point happens in Half-Blood Prince, mm. but like a, a lot of people want to own that yep. book. I, I, I picked Half-Blood Prince because that was really like internet com- because when Order of the Phoenix came out it was 2003 yeah. there were still a lot of people who were like is it safe to buy things on the internet you know? <laughs> like, with Half-Blood Prince it was like Amazon did release day delivery yeah, with 2005 I believe um, yeah yeah so it was really in that sweet spot oh, I that's see. why I picked that I just guess that I could be wrong. For, Chris you know. and Karen would know the answer to this because they're bigger Harry Potter so fans. Totally <laughs> so I was like, okay. I'll just put when I got on board with Harry Potter. Sure. I love it. All right. Well, with the with the most points on the paper, Chris, mm-hmm. but this the spiritual winner mm-hmm. in second place, Dana and Karen. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good job. We're number two. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. 
Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. All right, my turn. I have a quick quiz here. Um, we love talking about colors uh, a couple episodes, uh, for a couple episodes, the color names. And so what I did was I found all the funny sounding colors to me that are might be a little bit weird or obscure that most people don't know. I'm going to say the name of the color and you have to write down what you think that color is. Oh. You have to describe that color. Okay. Okay. I had this exact same idea for a quiz. That's crazy. Really? I was, I was standing in the shower before I chose my number two. I'm like, <laughs> what if I do Wait, like... Wait, for this episode? This, no, yeah, for this exact shower episode box. when I was brainstorming. Wow. I was like, oh, I could do like fancy color name and you tell it like what family it is. Yeah. That's amazing. It takes but I didn't 190 do it. I, I episodes yeah. for you to have <laughs> I didn't had... do any research or anything. Wow. Like that. That's okay. amazing. Um, so for example, I, I think in past episodes we talked about uh, cool colors like puce and <laughs> yeah. chartreuse yeah um, a lot of these a lot of colors in general are named after a plant uh rather uh, whether if it's they get their dye or it looks like that plant mm-hmm. um some of these are plants some of these are not but i want you guys to write down the the what you think the family of colors it's in and maybe you know if you want to describe kind of the way of thinking. okay some of these you can kind of Okay. Yeah, some of them just sound really funny. So without further ado, let's start with our first color, which is puke. 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 Try to describe the color <laughs> puke. Can you spell that? P-U-K-E. Puke. I feel like that would be a different color from barf. Like if you ask me what color that was. Or vomit. Yeah, vomit's a different color too. Puke. It may mean what you think it means or it may not. All right, answers up. Chris, greenish. Dana says pea green. Wow. Uh, Colin says green base with strong gold slash brown overtone. Someone's a designer. Puke is actually a dark brown color, hmm. but does not refer to vomit puke. Oh. Um, it refers to, and this was quoted in Shakespeare for some of this plays, uh, uh, puke was an old name for a woolen fabric <laughs> in England. <laughs> so it's kind of like rugged okay. uh, woolen fabric. Or so just kind of earthy. earthy. Yep. Okay. Like, what are you working on today on your loom? Oh, I'm making some puke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a puke napkin. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next color. Puke sweater. Mikado. Mikado. Can you spell that, Karen? M-I-K-A-D-O. Oh. Much like the the opera. I'm glad you asked for the spelling. I was imagining like M-E-C-A-D-O. How would you pr- actually pronounce that in Japanese? Mi- Mikado. 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 Yeah. All right. Answer is up. Chris says uh, purple or whatever. <laughs> like, sorry, like, comma, purple or whatever. Dana says red, and Colin says reddish orange. It is yellow. Whoa. Uh, I tried to look for the origin, and I couldn't find it. Um, well, their yellow has been a royal. Imperial, I mean, Asian yeah, color. especially an Asian yeah. imperial color. Yep, yeah, yep. so maybe. Next color, and uh, here's a hint. Dana might know this one because oh. of her connections with a certain person mm, from okay. a certain country. Okay. All right. The oh, okay. color is Falu. F-A-L-U. Oh, <laughs> the pressure is on. I think this might be my new favorite color name. Falu. 
I'm sure I'm pronouncing it wrong. I have never heard it before. So. <laughs> All right. We went the opposite direction. <laughs> Chris is just trolling. Chris says, red with red spots. Uh, Dana says, blue. Colin says, gold. And the clue is because uh, Dave's fiance is from Sweden, um, and you guys just named colors of the flag. That's exactly what I um, did. Oh. It is... A deep red shade. Huh. Chris. So yes. Chris is Chris. actually right. Red oh, with right. red spots. Um, Chris is accidentally right. <laughs> this is the color they use to paint the barns oh. in the Swe- Swedish oh. city of Falun. Oh. Wow. Yes. So like, uh, it's, which is interesting because in the US or in America, we associate barns with the color red Barn as well. Red, yeah. yeah yep. This is for them. It's Falu red. Falu red. Oh. Barn red. <laughs> Barnfalu, I mean. Hmm. All right. Uh, next color is Labrador. 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 Oh. Is your happy dog <laughs> or the area Labrador or something else? Man. It was named for a thing. Named after a thing mm. that shared this color. Oh. I, I think hmm. I know. Well, once again, I'm not sure if that would have changed my... I think I know, but I don't think I know the color of the thing. But I, you think you know, but you have no idea. I think I might know the thing, but I don't think I know the color of okay. the thing. All right. Chris says, old yeller. <laughs> uh, Dana says, green. And Colin says, chocolatey brown. Oh, oh chocolate lamb. Like a dog. That's no idea. Uh, it is, actually, Dana is closer. It is a, like a, a bluish a uh, pale kind of grayish blue, named after the mineral labradorite. Oh, La- labradorite. Okay, it was plaid. Oh, okay. so that's that, that like, so like a turquoise, turquoisey color. Okay. okay, all right. Two more. Coakleycott. What? I'm gonna need. A, I'm gonna need a spelling on that, please. Coat. Make coat. May we get a spelling? Coquet potato coquette. Um, C O Q U E L I C O T. Coakleycott. Coquelicot. What language do you think it's from? It, this is all. This is uh, that language is word for something. Something specific. Yeah, that we use to describe a color as well. Yeah. All right. Chris says sickly pink, like a bad prom dress. Coquelicot. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dana says orange, and you say Colin says red slash brown. It is poppy. Pop, is it, is a, it is a bright is red, bright red, <laughs> orange color. Okay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I put orangey red. I crossed out the red part. So yes, uh, and uh, lots of Monet paintings. Actually, the title of the painting is uh, Coquelicot, uh, and it's, it's the poppy. Uh, yeah, it feels a poppy. I feel like I should know that. Mm-hmm. All right, I know. All right, last question. I love All this right, word. Right. Full this. Full this. <laughs> wow. F U L V O U S. It's like a medical. That is a good word. Fulvis. Like, to me, it sounds like you're either really, really angry or it's like an organ. Yeah, it sounds. By your butt. Sounds biological. (laughs) By your butt. (laughs) Fulvis. 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 And it's used in science a lot. It's used in science a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I'm scared to just read Chris's answer. <laughs> yeah, it's a novel. <laughs> be, yeah, like the, the longer they get, yeah. 
All right. Answers up. Chris says, this actually was the color of the dress worn by my prom date, Louise Plotz. <laughs> was that really? Was that no. her prom date? Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you even go to prom? <laughs> That's a fair question. What's yes. the answer? Yes. Oh, okay. oh, oh. <laughs> it was her sister, Helen Plotz. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, Dana says, blue, green, and Colin says, purpley red. Mm. It is a, a butterscotch color. Huh. And it's used to describe... Birds and birds and birds. Lots of birds. <laughs> <laughs> birds. Had that, yeah, it's like a butterscotch brown. Fulvous. Ah, fulvous. Fulvous. That's a great oh. term. A lot good. of insect and a lot of, yeah, just that, that tawny. The All tawny right. Mm-hmm. The fulvous. Fulvous. Yeah. It's like the color you think Labrador might be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. A tanner version. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. chocolatey brown. All right. Good job, you guys. Everybody, shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? Well, of course, you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. The show examines weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. Thing done weird things. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the box of oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. Okay, I have a quiz for you guys. It's Hmm. called, um, uh, also known as Quiz. So I'll give you... A musician's real name and the name of one of their albums okay. that seems like it was describing them or something like that. For example, Annie Mae Bullock is simply the best. And then that is, do you guys know who? Uh, Tina, Tina Turner. Turner. Tina Turner. Yeah. Oh, okay. sure. Oh, man. Uh, and you guys buzz in with your answers? Oh, bu- oh okay. It's a buzz oh, in. Write it down and everything. Okay. All right. All right. These I'm are all, ready. These, these are all musicians. They're all musicians. Okay. They're all weakest. very well-known musicians. I'm the weakest. All right. Bring it on. All right. Marvin Day is braver than we are. Uh, Chris. Meatloaf. 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 Yes. Who actually changed his name to Meatloaf, I believe. Legally. Legally. He's meatlo- then what's yeah. his last name? Loaf. Mr. Loaf. No, actually, no. I'm kidding. No, I, th- I think I'm it's kidding. one I'm word, kidding. right? No, no, no. no. It's, it's, it's name is, his actually, his name is... Meat loaf a day. Oh, yes. Three words. Mr. A day. Yes, 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 yes. He has a meat loaf a day. (laughs) 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 All right. William James Adams Jr. has willpower. Colin. Is that Will I Am? That's Will I Am. Oh, willpower. Yes. (laughs) Farouk Bulsara is also Mr. Bad Guy. Colin. Uh, Farouk Bosara is better known as Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Oh, yes, yes. That's right. How about uh, Eleonora Fagan is a lady who sings the blues? Uh, Karen. Etta James. No. Nope. Colin. Ella Fitzgerald. No. Nope. Hmm. Lady sings the blues. I mean, there's only other. <laughs> Billy Holiday. Billy Holiday. Uh, yeah, yeah. I did not know her name was Eleonora Fagan yeah. before this. Billy Holiday was believable. 
Yeah, it is believable. It is believable. That could be your name. Yeah. How about Henry John Deutschendorf Jr. is back home again? Uh, Chris. This is John Deutschendorf. <laughs> I knew. Dutchendorf, yeah. by the Dutchendorf. way. Henry John Dutchendorf Jr. Yeah. Okay. They late great. Yeah. Calvin yeah. brought. <laughs> Calvin brought us paid the cost to be the boss. Colin. That's Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Oh. Was, uh, was he Snoop Dogg on that album, though? Or is it just... He was Snoop okay. He was All only right. Snoop Lion for like one album. Okay, okay. Um, this one is maybe tricky. Eric Bishop is unpredictable. Oh, Eric Bishop. That sounds familiar. It does sound familiar. Unpredictable. Unpredictable. I don't know album names. Eric Bishop. Justin Bieber. No. Huh. His name is Justin Bieber. His real name. <laughs> uh, I can give you a hint. He's also a movie star. Oh. In addition to a singer. Hmm. What's his name again? Eric, Eric Bishop. Bishop. Common? No. Mm. Uh, he's not a gold digger. Oh, Jamie Foxx. Oh. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie Foxx. Fox. Wow. Jamie Foxx. I didn't know his. he had a different name. Jamie Foxx I sounds... did know that. Uh, yeah, uh. That. Let's do two more. How about this one? Stacey Ann Ferguson is the Duchess. Karen. <laughs> Fergie. Fergie. This one's not an album, but I really enjoyed this one. It's uh, Leslie Charles wants you to get out of his dreams and get into his car. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, uh, is that Billy Ocean? It's Billy Ocean. Oh, okay. I, again, you know what? That's that's like it's that's believable. Like I would have believed Billy Ocean, but it. No. But yeah, that's such a Hollywood name. Yeah. What's your I guess, name? Billy Ocean. I guess I'm naive. What's his yeah. real name? Charles. What was it? Char- Leslie Charles. Leslie Charles. Yeah. Good job. You guys. <laughs> so sadly, you guys probably heard earlier this week um, about the the passing. Oh. Oh, no. Of Kenny Baker. Yeah. R2-D2. Who played R2-D2 yeah, in the Star Wars films. That was very sad to hear um, And so I wanted to uh, present everybody with a tribute uh, to the great Mr. Baker and a quiz about the cutest movie robots of yeah! all time. Oh, my God. <laughs> cute robots. Sorry, cute robots from TV movies. Um, maybe even... Some novels. Who knows? Okay. And your, your definition of cute may be different from mine. Exactly. So, yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. Uh, robots uh, that Chris finds. Cute. <laughs> this is how it's going to go. I'm going to ask you a question, and then you will buzz in with your buzzers and give me what is known as an answer. <laughs> okay. Okay. Novel. Yonan Vasquez invented what adorable robot for the cartoon series Invader Zim? Karen. Grr. It's grr. Ooh. Grr. The dog... Likes to dress in a dog suit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's actually a robot. He's in a Very dog cute. suit. Very uh, cute. Which adorable robot starred in a 1986 film with Steve Gutenberg? Oh. And, uh, 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 that's uh, uh, Johnny Five? Johnny yeah. Five. Yeah. Film, of course, being Short, Short Circuit. Circuit. Yes. Um, which 2008 film won the Academy Award for Best Animated Motion Picture? It's Colin. Uh, uh, is that Wally? It is Wally. It is Wally. Best Animated Motion Picture. Question number four. If you were to get off the Yamanote train line at Takadano Baba Station, what robot's theme song would you hear? Karen. Uh, Astro Boy. Astro Boy. As longtime Good Job Brain listeners was, may, uh, might we, remember. We went there uh, Car- Karma San Mateo. Yeah, we, yeah, we traveled Car- there. Yeah. Uh, fictionally. Uh, which adorable robot hangs around with kids named Nobita and Shizuka? 
Hormone robot. Mm. Uh, oh, Whoa, oh, Karen again. Doraemon. Doraemon. Mm. Little trivia for you: a Doraneko is a stray cat. That's oh, where the. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep, yep, little Ding yep. Dong. Little that's, Ding. That's how I know. Yep. When you grew up in Taiwan. It's Little Ding Dong. Little Ding Dong. Yeah. I little am ding a dong. cat-like robot. Yeah. Yep. With no ears. That's right. <laughs> Marvin the Paranoid Android <laughs> is a yeah. character in this series of novels. Well, everybody. The Hitchhiker's Guide to, to the, the Galaxy. Galaxy. Very good. Uh, Doctor Who's robot dog has this incredibly generic two-character name. <laughs> uh, everybody? K-9. K-Dash. Yes, the character K-Dash, the character 9 for K-9, which means dog. <laughs> dog. Dog-like. <laughs> Where would you go if you wanted to hear a performance by the Rock of Fire Explosion? Oh, yeah. Karen. Well, YouTube? No. (laughs) Because they still have that. Today, yes. It's a, is it Showtime Pizza? It, I'm, you know what? Show... You're so close. You are it's so close. It's like a close. Midwest pizza place. Yes, it is. It, it a... was a competitor to Chuck E. Cheese, yeah. not Chuck E. Cheese. Oh. You know what? It's... Show something. What do you think it is? It's not Showtime. Show... Uh, no, I don't know. You know, it's Showbiz Pizza. Showbiz. <laughs> that was very close. Yeah, yeah, Showbiz Pizza, the Rock of Fire explosion. Showbiz Pizza was bought out uh, by by Chuck E. Cheese, and they replaced them all with the Chuck E. Cheese robot. <laughs> uh, but they kept the, 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 the Rock somebody of Fire. Somebody bought them. Yeah. Yes. And wow. would program modern songs, so it would yeah. perform to modern songs. The Usher sure. one is so yeah. good. I don't yeah. think, this is all foreign to me. Oh, yeah. No, right, I don't we have to I'm... watch it. We have right. to watch okay. it. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's hypnotizing. A robot named Jinx was the adorable sidekick to a young Joaquin Phoenix in this 1986 classic. Karen. Space Camp? It is Space, space oh, Camp. I only you were that. just asking. Yeah. We were just talking about yep, that. Yep, yep, yep. They, uh, they like playing that movie. That's right. Um, in 2015, this is a real-life question. In 2015, Sony disappointed a few diehard customers when it officially ended customer support for this product. <laughs> Colin. That is the Ibo. No. The Ibo. The Sony's robot, robot dog. dog. It was yeah. very sad. They phased him out in 2015. Huh. Yep. Sunsetting. Sunsetting Did Ibo. I didn't have one, but they. I remember at the time they had all these like actually like I was I was gonna say strangely, but not strangely. These touching articles about people who've like had their Ibo for years and years and years, mm. and it's like they're facing the loss of an actual a pet. You mm. know, it's like as they see you know supporting it, you've got to like go to like third party sources for gears and support and things like that. It's like, Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what happens to old dogs. It was, it, as I say, it was mm. yeah. a touching article. Yeah. Finally, Haley Joel Osment, uh, when he was cute, played a robot named David in this film. Whoa, uh, everybody! Artificial AI. AI. Yeah, AI artificial intelligence. AI. I just went to the Kubrick exhibit at the Contemporary Jewish Museum here in San Francisco, and uh, I did not know that Stanley Kubrick was supposed to do AI. He started oh, wow. it. He started right. it. Yes. He did. And he did, in fact, start it. Yeah. Kind of flagged mm-hmm. as yeah. the last Kubrick film, but not really yet. Yeah. 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 Hey, Matt. Did you know that wombats poop cubes? Nope. Never heard that before. Did you know the unicorn is the national animal of Scotland, Ken? I didn't know, nor do I care. Neil, did you know that Liechtenstein is the only doubly landlocked country in Europe? Jeff, isn't that an American pop artist? Well, actually, it's both. If you want to learn things like that and more, join us each week on Triviality, a pub trivia-style game show podcast where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge.
Listen in each week to answer general knowledge trivia alongside exciting guests from around the world. And we're here too. Join us every Tuesday for new hour-long episodes of Triviality, plus tons of extra theme content on everything from The Office and Lord of the Rings to science and geography. And sometimes we even do sports. Find us on all your preferred podcast apps and take part in the fun of playing bar trivia without the need to wear pants. Real mature, Jeff. Forget it, Neil. It's Triviality. All right, I'll end uh, this episode uh, with one of these things. Uh, I have done this quiz before, and what I have here is a copy of Dark Stories, the true crime edition. This is a card game, and what, you know, it's just a card, Uh and at one side, it gives you a really basic kind of sentence, uh, like describing a story, and you have to ask me yes and no questions to get the full story. Okay. So it's like a lateral thinking puzzle. I've done this before. But the full story is a true story. Yes. These are all real stories. Some of them are celebrities, and some of them are are like uh, famous stories that happen in the news. Ripped from the Uh, headlines. But they're all weird. They're all really weird. So like the statement is very general, but intriguing, and then you ask me yes or no questions to try to get the the full story. All right. Um, So... Do we want celebrity or weird? Mm. We can only do one. We can you, only you do you one. Pick. I say weird. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, weird. All right. Here it is. The title is Duped. Okay. The statement. A shopkeeper's desire to accommodate ruined him and his hair. A shopkeeper's desire to accommodate, accommodate ruined ruin him and, and his hair. His hair. Uh, question for I have a question about this story. Does mm. it have anything to do with wind or air? No. Was the shopkeeper demonstrating some sort of product? Uh, he was demonstrating something. Okay. Mm. Was the shopkeeper a barber? No. Was the shopkeeper yeah. demonstrating something he sells? No. Was Actually, the shopkeeper sorry? Was the shopkeeper demonstrating a service that he performs for someone? No. A little cut to the chase hint. Uh, shopkeepers, what he shopkeeps okay. is not important. Did the shopkeeper lose his or her hair through flame or explosion? No. Did the shopkeeper lose their hair? No. Oh. Hmm. Did did something something happen to the shopkeeper's hair though? Yes. Yes. Did the shopkeeper's hair get bleached? No. Hmm. Hmm. Did the, this is a crime. Don't forget. This is a, no, yeah. a crime. So yeah. crime is involved. Hey, so. you know, I solve crimes my own way, Karen. <laughs> I'll get there. So he's <laughs> trying to accommodate someone huh. and it ruined him and his hair? That- trying to accommodate. Okay, so so duped. 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 Okay, so we're, let, let's assume the shopkeeper is the one who was duped. Mm-hmm. So what? You ask me was, if that's true. Yeah, was right. was the, the shop- shopkeeper the one who was duped? Yes. Okay. Was the person okay. he was trying to accommodate the criminal in yes. this situation? Yes. Okay. Did the criminal escape with an object of value? Uh, y- yes. D- including the, cash. Sorry. Did the criminal yes. rob the store? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. And, okay. And and not important what they stole. Okay. Mm-hmm. They robbed. Okay. Did the shopkeeper the die? No. You- was the shopkeeper blinded? Yes. Was the shopkeeper no. blind? No. No. Did the sh- shopkeeper obstruct his own vision? Blindfold himself or blind himself? No. His his view was obstructed. Oh. Okay. So you know what I mean? So there's like so two. So did the criminal yeah. trick the shopkeeper okay. into obstructing his own view? Correct. Okay. Did the criminal trick the shopkeeper into obstructing his own view with some sort of 
like glue or substance that would get all into his hair also. Was the substance uh, a glue? No. Was the substance a paint? No. Was the substance sticky? Yes. But was it was gum? It, no. Was it tar? No. Was the substance a poison Soda. of some kind? Was it, nope. Was it maple syrup? Uh, is it something no. you could oh, eat? Was it molasses? Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. Her face lit up and said no. Okay, so it was molasses. I don't, I cannot get to how did the criminal trick the guy into putting molasses on, yeah. on his head? Was the was was the shopkeeper's head ever in a barrel of molasses? No. Was molasses poured on the shopkeeper's head? No. Did the criminal trick the shopkeeper into putting molasses on his hands and then subsequently Remember, putting his hands on his face? He uh, to, close, he, but he not wanted exactly. To accommodate the shopkeeper wanted to accommodate this guy, so he must have come up with some kind of question or or like you know demonstrate because the. The shopkeeper was demonstrating something, right? Right. To yeah. accommodate. I don't I don't know. I don't know how we're going to hmm. All right. So molasses is involved trying to accommodate. Here's a hint. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's an article of clothing involved. Hmm. Is it something he wears on his head? Yes. Is it a hat? A hat. Yes. Okay, okay. So there's a hat involved. <laughs> you guys have all the key pieces down. Accommodate hat oh. blinded molasses. Was yeah, it molasses okay. in the hat? Molasses yes. St- okay. Did he put the hat on head. his head? Did okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did the did the guy know that there was molasses in the hat? The shopkeeper. Yes. The shopkeeper knew there was molasses in the yep. hat. Did and he put it on his head anyway? Did the criminal in some way challenge or bet yes! with the shopkeeper uh, <laughs> that that's he'd it. be able to get the molasses? Here's the story. Is this hat? the classic, like, I bet you <laughs> The can. old molasses hat. I bet you can't staple your <laughs> yeah, hand to the wall. Right. Yeah. The shop owner was a victim of the molasses gang <laughs> who in the 1870s would enter small shops in New York and play a mean trick. Several members of the gang would enter the store and one of them would ask the shopkeeper to fill his hat with molasses in order to settle a bet about how much the hat would hold. <laughs> when the shopkeeper accommodated the strange request by filling oh, the hat to oh. the brim, the crook would then pull the hat over the shopkeeper's head while the shopkeeper's eyes filled with sticky syrup, the gang would rob him and his shop blind. (laughs) So he wouldn't put... Oh my goodness. There you go. What a mean-spirited gang of... Yeah. Well, well, at least they didn't use violence. But it's so... It was pretty violent. It's kind of violent. (laughs) Yeah. But like, it's it's just so... It's also so classic and (laughs) old-timey. Yeah, Yeah. it is. It is. We love molasses on the show. It's like, oh, Grandpa, you're so funny. (laughs) Uh, Molasses in your hat. The old molasses haberdashery (laughs) one-two. All right. Good job, guys. Well, I'm surprised you guys... Oh it's got God. that one was the, the That's harder kind of one ridiculous. of the two. Should we do another one? Um, no, we're not that. Oh, okay, all right. All right, and that's our show. Thank you guys for joining me, and thank you guys, listeners, for listening in. Uh, hope you had fun today uh, learning about colors, learning about uh, real names, cute robots, and more. You can find our show on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, and on our website, goodjobbrain.com. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.